This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you decent podcasts since 2013. I don't know. I'm just chilling. This is Damian Lemon. And uh, this is Ali Muhammad. The voice of your choice. You don't say that no more. No, I, I, mean, I mean, you know, change it up, switch it up. I, you know that, what I, I, shit. What's cracking? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know if you was about to. No, 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 no. You know. You didn't yell last I, week. I didn't. Say okay. It's Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. We yeah. <laughs> Get it right. Guess to start this thing off right. Hello and happy holidays, conversationalists. Uh, Matthew reminded me this might be the third time I've said happy holidays. I guess I'm but ready it's for been these. the holidays since it's since Thanksgiving. Season. It's been the season since Thanksgiving. It's the holidays, man. The reason for the season. You know what I mean? I just like saying that. <laughs> the season you, is the reason. Do y'all get y'all get real holiday? Sometimes, yeah, we do. We do. Uh, we typically like uh yeah we get uh, we get we get uh we get very festive i've talked about this we used yeah, to yeah, do yeah. the hug fest and all of no, that at my family that. yeah i've told you about that the hug fest it's this uh it's this uh basically it's a party where like all the family come together somebody host it you know what i mean um i think it's my cousin's oldest daughter is hosting it this year which is amazing to me because she's fairly young mm-hmm. and she's going to be hosting it. I'm not sure at the crib. I'm not sure where the, if it's a venue, but it's like the whole family get together and eat and kick it. And then like it's about 10, 15 minutes before midnight, there's songs being sung. You know what I mean? So and it's then, a New Year's Eve. No, this is, this is Christmas. Christmas Eve. and we, Christmas Eve. And then okay. we sing it into Christmas. And then when Christmas come, everybody hug each other. Hey, Merry Christmas. And you go hug the family. And you get to see your whole family. Right. This, year by year, we do that. We've been doing that for years. Let me ask, where did it? It was before you were born? Or no, when I don't did, think who, so. Who started it? Ah, oh, man, I'm not sure. It's fuzzy on that. Mm-hmm. On the who started, I could probably find out. I might not even be at the Hug Fest this year. I shouldn't even be saying it on the pod. But uh, <laughs> why you won't be at the Hug Fest? Because I'm I'm being something else. Some fly? Yeah, no, no, Some just fuck? a different situation. You know what I mean? I love the Hug Fest though. Hugs from afar. Now, have you ever hosted the Hug Fest? Not me. Nah, not me. So your young cousin already jumping out there. Oh, even before absolutely, you. grown folk table all the way. That's that's big. Do- that's because it can be a lot of people. Right, they ain't got that room. Okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like that, you need some room. That's why I was like, I'm wondering if it's at a venue or if it's at the home. But this this might be a, a I think this is a Jersey home situation. Okay. So you know, a Jersey home has a little bit more expanse. No doubt. Than your average New York City apartment. Well, you know, you could you could Airbnb the hug fest. You could Airbnb the hug fest, but that you know, now you hugging some some debt. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Well, right now, oh, hug Scrooge McGrew. No, it ain't even that. But it's always a good it's always a good time to you know. It's a it's a good ritual. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is one of those rituals. I do feel bad. I might not be there this year, but you know. Nah, that's a good one. Yeah, the, the hug, hug, the hug sure, I don't know what you knew about that. No, nah, yeah, I don't think I, I, I heard, talked about that. I don't think I heard about the hug. It might have been off doing something else. I yeah. wasn't here that week or something. Yeah, but that, I mean, and then on Christmas, you know, I typically, you know, we go to my sister's house. We having it at the crib, so we're going to mm-hmm. eat, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, exchange gifts, watch TV, talk shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As everybody's gotten older, really, it's just my niece who, I mean, she's a college freshman. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like what it used to be. You right. know what I mean? It was, it. you know, Christmas is really like, if you got some kids, Christmas is, from what I remember, Christmas was always, as a kid, I just remember Christmas is waking up, ripping open your gifts, toys. Oh, I got a new Nintendo. I got this. I got a new that. Da, 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 da. Then when you get older, you got to be the check writer for the new. Right. And if you don't have a kid, then you don't, I don't think the same frenzy is there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because most, most adults, they don't, more often than not, they don't even really want much. You know what I'm saying? Or they're not going to send you right. to the store with a list. You know what I mean? This is what, what, what like when you was a kid, that's all it was about. What was your favorite Christmas as a kid? Wow, that's a good one. I don't remember my favorite Christmas. That's a good question. I don't know if I. I mean, I've had some good Christmas, some good Christmases early on. I tell you one thing that I do remember now. We thinking about it. My mom used to do this thing where like you you uh, unwrap all of the presents or whatever. Well, it was two things. Christmas Eve, you could unwrap one present. You mm-hmm. get that one present or whatever. Then Christmas Day, you wrap, unwrap all your presents. And, oh, you playing around with your shit. And then uh, one was like, I think you got one more present. It was some shit like in the, <laughs> it was like a, in an envelope or a little thing, but it was in the tree. Okay. I'm, like, well, yeah. I'm looking under the tree. I'm like, I think you got to look a little hot. You know, one of those shits. I'm looking. I'm like, oh. I, just, I don't remember what it was, but that stands out because that was dope. That was like. Because you're always looking for the big box. Right, right. But it wasn't, it was just extra innings. It was right. even more Christmas. This might have right. been Christmas night. Right, right. Oh, so, okay. you know what I mean? Right. Like, they added another I think, layer. I think you got another gift in there. What? You think your shit is over? Because right. once you get to the end of your gifts, you know, it's you, a wrap. You know what it is. Right. Yeah. What I about would, you? I used to always be sitting on the sideline oh, on Christmas. Right. So, <laughs> so with, uh, you know, with us being Muslim and stuff, you know, we used to be at my grandma's house, which is full on Christmas, Christmas tree. Oh. And it's a bunch, of, like my, my my mom got, you know what I'm saying, 11 brothers and sisters. And all of them so, Christian. They, they yeah, celebrate yeah, Christmas. everybody, everybody. So, Damn. And then, so, you know, 11 brothers and sisters, that's a thousand cousins. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, my grandma's house Christmas tree gifts is just falling all, you right. know what I'm saying, all through the place. So... You know, we would go. We go every weekend. So this, you know, when it's Christmas, we go. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? You see all the gifts. You're like, damn. You see all the big boxes. you like, okay. And so, you know, when Christmas, once 12 o'clock hits and everybody starts going through their stuff, you're like, damn. You're sitting on the sideline. I think my she used to get my little sister like a little something, maybe one or two things. Uh-huh. Not me. Not you? Nah, I think... Not even as a kid? Nah, he was like, man up. Don't get out, Pop. (laughs) This is what you chose. Man up. (laughs) And then, um, so, I guess my best Christmas, I had two. One, it was uh, one Christmas, everybody got a bunch of good shit. And then for some reason, you know what I'm saying, the day after Christmas, we know we still over there. My dad came through and uh, and dropped off. He bought me a um, race car. 
right. race car set, you know, electric race car. Dope. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Bought me a big race car set. So I was like, okay, I'm in the game. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this was some shit that I wanted. Right. But the other best Christmas was a gift that I didn't, it was my, my uncle and my aunt got it. But, you know, it's there. You could play with it. When Atari 5200 came out. Oh, okay. Oh, man. That mm. was the best. That was the best one. Because that was your, you was like, I'm fucking with this. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got a chance. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> and that was that was the dope video game. What? That's when it switched from being real basic to it's looking like the arcade now. That's the, that was the 2600 to nah, the 5200. Yeah, from the 26 to the 52. So that was that was the way it jumped. Yeah, and then you had the new joystick that had the stick and the and the um the little not ball, but what they call it, the wheel. Okay. You had the wheel and the um joystick on it. It's like a, a long joystick. Right. So and we had what we had on that joint. I'm saying we because it, you know, it was a collective. <laughs> it was a collective. Right. Had Defender on that. You had the Miss Pac-Man. You had uh, the Gallagher. All of them was, you know what I'm saying, looked just like the arcade. So I just remember we just we ran that shit in the ground. Yeah. What kind of TV were y'all plugging it into? Probably a just, flow model. <laughs> that's, that's a good size TV, though. Yeah, flow model with the speakers on the side and right. the turntable on top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'll be playing some music. I, I used to like to play. My favorite memory of playing Atari 5200 was playing Defender and listening to Looking for the Perfect Beat. You know what I'm saying? Which is uh, While you playing it. Yeah, yeah. Looking for the Perfect Beat would have me hyped on that Defender. I'd be kicking ass. Mm. Looking for the Perfect Beat. <gasps> <laughs> With the with defender muted with with defender you it's in the background but you know what I'm saying you really into that because it seemed like that should have been in the game right <laughs> uh. old space age you know planet rock ass kind of music I never took you for a um, video game person though when- cause after let me tell you when I fell off video games because I was I was deep you know what I'm saying then once once we got off 5200 then I had a um, Atari 800XL, which was a computer. Mm. And it didn't have video games. It was a computer. You know what I mean? But my man Steve Hamilton lived a couple blocks from me. He actually lived in New York now. Steve had a Commodore 64 with the modem. Mm-hmm. And this is like before the internet, but you could dial into the modem until you had a certain codes mm-hmm. and you could download games. So we dialed in, we, you know, we'll get like Bruce Lee as, you know, these obscure games, but you know, when you, when you find them and you, nobody else has them, it's like, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you're digging in the crates. Right. So had the Atari 800 and then I fell off when we went to college, really. Mm-hmm. When Tecmo, that was around the Tecmo Bowl era. Wow. Because right. Cats was... Flunking out of school, messing with Tecmo Bowl. Tecmo Bowl was the shit. Tecmo Bowl <laughs> festivals, like you know, between yeah. between Tecmo Bowl and Spades, Cats was flunking out, and I wasn't messing with none of. Them. I was, you know, you ain't never played Tecmo Bowl because I was yeah. gonna say who was your squad. Nah, I didn't really play it because I was, I was. It was so much else to do. He was trying to get some pussy, really. Right, I guess that was <laughs> you know I mean? that became the new video. That was game like, you know I mean? like, eh, <laughs> y'all wasted too much time, man. I got to get out in the world. Wow, I was an outdoor person by then. Hilarious. By high school, I became an outdoor person. So video games kind of went outside, it went out done. the way. Yeah, it was, it was kind of done. Yeah, but yeah. 
but it yeah. was it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I kind of died off on video games in college, and then uh, I I caught myself getting. I think I got a video game for free through my through the gig or something like that. I got a video game because that that was the crazy shit. You could mm-hmm. like a video game system before the computer. Before I'm trying to think of what is the the grand item now before the iPhone before like as a grown there's certain game there's certain shit there's the, the bike there's certain right. things the video game system is in the top tier of gifts right where whoo that shit could change your whole social your status. whole social <laughs> situation you know what I mean your whole shit is different now so I remember. Uh, I remember liking video games, but I, I'm easily frustrated if I'm not winning. I remember as a kid, I remember throwing the fucking controller, just, you know what I mean? The computer beating me and shit. Like, I used to just, ah! So, I found myself, I wasn't that into video games, but it was when I went to college, I was, and eh, I had friends of mine that would play it. I was, I, eh, here and there with it. I wasn't the best at video games, so I wasn't jumping in. Then I got a free video game system. But this is when like graphics were like damn near like television quality. Mm-hmm. So you get it. You know, this is when like Vice City had come out. Mm-hmm. I got that shit for free. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to play that. Uh, I couldn't clear it. I wound up throwing another thing. And then my I had a PS2 that turned into a, a DVD player. And oh, that was okay. the end. That was my exit from the video game. <laughs> DVD. DVD player. Because, that you know, it's so funny. And I, every so often... You know, if I have some some uh, some free time on my hands, you know, a lot of comedians, they're big into video games. A lot of comedians will bring actual systems on the road with them, hook the shit up to the hotel thing and, and get it popping. Mm-hmm. And that shit sound cool. It sound like some fun shit to do. It's, it's okay. That's an option. You know what I mean? But you know when some shit is an option until you do it and you realize this ain't what I do. This ain't this my ain't shit. Fun. This ain't, this is, this is, nah, this is a waste of fucking what, money. Let's see what's out here in the world. Let me go, yeah, let me go to a, a museum. <laughs> the video game of the mind. Anyway. No doubt. What was your best Christmas, Matthew? Oh, you a Hanukkah man. What was your favorite day of Hanukkah? You see, it doesn't mean I can't like Christmas. I mean, you can like it, but <clears> you know, okay, I guess you go, go ahead, talk I look to me. forward to Christmas every year. I'm going home to, home to the family. Uh-huh. Go see a movie in the morning. Oh, right, right. And then go have a nice non-kosher ham in the afternoon. Yeah, right. I, th- I, th- yeah, I do say, I think because I'm not getting gifts on Christmas, though, the last few years have been the best because all of a sudden, oh, it's, I'm drinking and having a good time and just becomes more a party than anything With else. With your family? Family and friends. I mean, and there's some uh, family friends who have some, like the kids are, like the people my age as well, so it's just first time you got. Time. What was the first time you got drunk around your moms? Oh boy, I don't even. My mom, I've never been like I've never hammered. been just hammered around my mom. That, or at least I can hide it well. Can you get hammered around your father? Who's more hammered? Uh, who's more hammered? Uh, what's the patient? Who's more hammered tolerant out the two of these? I mean, I don't think either would judge me. I just I have a good tolerance. I can hold my liquor well. Uh-huh. I'll sit around like sit around with my family and just what do, y'all, what do they drink? What y'all drinking? Uh, my parents go for some red wine. Okay. Uh, go with go with a gin martini for the during maybe one or two of those in a day. You oh, oh in oh, a no, day? No, oh no no not regularly like they're not they're not heavy drinkers but they might have a martini or two at night. Uh huh. Um, my dad will drink some beer. He's got a good Scotch collection. Okay, I love that shit. What you drinking? Scotch with him? All the above. 
Okay. They have one or two of those things. I'm just like, I'll take one of each. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. What about you? The first time you got uh, drunk, maybe in front of your father. My pops don't drink. Ain't no alcohol in my dad's crib. So what's his relationship with alcohol? Does he? Is he? I mean, I've never seen him drink. I mean, I'm sure he used to. You know what I'm saying? Back before he was Muslim or whatever, but he didn't drink. He would mm. smoke. Okay. Uh-huh. But, so I never, I never was around my pops drunk or drinking. Okay, so there was never no judgment. There's never no moment where yeah. it was like you know because that's one of those moments yeah, where he, you he's, like he's very judgmental when it when it's when you talk about alcohol. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came came over here on that oil. On that oil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why you know what I'm saying. That's why he's looking old. That oil. That you know oil. <laughs> Hilarious, <laughs> but you know he'll he'll, he'll smoke a joint now. Mm-hmm. I, I smoked a joint with my pops. How was that? Cool, cause you know he. If y'all think I tell long stories and you know philosophize, you know what I'm saying he the king. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We should have him up here on the, yeah, on the show yeah. one time. He he got the philosophies for you. I'm sure. You know what I'm, I'm saying? sure. He got the game. You know all that. That'd be dope. So. You know, it's so it's always cool when you know when that happens because you know it, it just goes to the next level, right? Of of thought. Yeah. yeah. So and then I never I had see the thing was I had never seen my mom drink ever uh-huh. until first time I took my wife to Miami and my uh, my people was having a party and my mom you know she had been going through some things and then. She was at this. She showed up to, to the party, and you know they play, you know, dance to the drummer's beat, uh-huh. which is Miami staple. You know, uh-huh. it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the equivalent is in New York, but uh-huh. it's like it's the shit. You, you could put it on in Miami anytime, any place, and it's okay. it's going down. Yeah, and so you know, it was going, it, even your moms is fucking with it. Everybody, okay, from the kids on up, it's going okay. down, all generations, mm-hmm. and it ain't corny like you know the slide or something like a cha cha nothing like it's like serious like right. people serious they're getting it in they're getting it in real sweat and so my mom was out there dancing she had she had a little thing of Hennessy and she mm-hmm. was doing her dance and I was like wait a minute how old were you I'm grown I'm, I'm saying I'm with my wife so oh, I'm right. probably about thirty two yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this the first time you ever seen your mom <laughs> this is the first time I ever seen my mom drink and so I'm like what the hell is going on so this is my wife first. Right. Impression, like, right, right, oh, right. I see your mama getting it in. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm, that what? My mama don't do this. This is not. This is not a poor. Rep- this is a poor representation. <laughs> my mama don't do this. My mama make bean sprouts in a jar under she the counter. <laughs> I went dancing to the drummer's beat. Come on, but you know, she was just coming out of a, a certain place where she. I guess she was like, fuck it, and mm. live mine. Right. Um, yeah, hey, po, pass, pull me up some of that. You know. That was that was like it's wild shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh yeah, man, so that's what it is, man. Mm. That's what's up, man. How'd your mom take that? The, she handled it though. It was good, Henny? It was or I she mean, got she, drunk? No, nah, she was doing her dance. What? Obviously, she had been drinking. You know, I just hadn't seen it. I mean, not all <laughs> of my life, but I'm saying during this era. You know what I mean? She, I guess she had already. Hey, it wasn't her first trip at the rodeo. Hilarious. She probably they probably drank. You know what I'm saying before. I was born because, you know, you see them at the parties with, you know, how you look at the old pictures. They got the red candle and, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. they in the spot with the afro and my daddy looking halfway pimpish, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And my mama got on her fly shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, you know, they was getting it in, but 
It when was we, different to see when, that. When we came along, you know, it was, you know, straight and narrow. It was bean sprouts. Yeah, we wasn't even, you know, in our crib, we wasn't drinking Kool-Aid. It wasn't no sugar. We had to drink honey. We had to use honey to make shit. Really? You know, so it was like, you know, eat to live on some, you know. Some real shit. On some black Muslim shit. Well, that's what's you up. Know, so, so all that was odd. <laughs> right, 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 right. That was spirit. Like, what the, what is going on? Not, not that I was judging. It was just, you know, because I went to college and, you know, went in a whole other direction. Right. As far as drinking. Did you feel weird about it? Nah, first semester, I ain't do nothing. I was, you know, I was around everybody. It was drinking. I was cool. And then um, came back sophomore year. I was like, fuck it, man. Give me one of them brews. <laughs> <laughs> first uh, first night shit. back on the set, you know what I mean? It was jumping. One of them brews. It was out there. It was, uh, you know, we, we got drunk and we had it on OE. You know what I'm saying? They had a freshman night when you first, when everybody come back. You know, the first day of the, um, when everybody get back, the dorms open up. So the set is jumping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had done drank. I had done drank one quart of OE. Mm-hmm. My partner D. Allen had drank two because that's what he do. That was his routine. Uh-huh. So we go out on the set and it was on. It was you know put on your fresh shit mm-hmm. and everybody was out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody was out there. That's crazy. So we we kicked it. It was the, you know oh the Halle Berry twins was just getting the fam. Old Black Lori from Atlanta. It was it was popping. It was popping. It was, it was the the new generation of superstars. So you 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 getting at it, trying to figure out where where your where your um stature lies. Hmm. <laughs> but nothing happened with me because I was drunk. <laughs> the room was spinning. I was like, ah, oh, oh, that's your first time being <laughs> drunk. First time drinking. So I I ain't, I ain't throw up or nothing like that. But I was like, yo, what's up with this spinning? <laughs> I drank a little bit. In, I think in high school. I started drinking E and J, listening to Mob Irk, Deep. Irk and jerk. Yeah, we used to, <laughs> it was E and J. There was a little bit of there was the forty game was dying out, but mm-hmm. it was still a little uh, forty action going on for a little bit. Never was a fan of the forty because it was too communal, oh, too much man. backwash. I don't know why I did the oh man, this was still that area where Cass was. You know what nah. I mean? <laughs> tap the bottle and and like it was a whole thing I was I used to be like cats and passes to me I hold it for a second make it look like I was a real abstained I didn't smoke weed until damn near after college really right. you know I did it a couple times but it wasn't my thing I would drink a little something and get a nice little buzz and it was like that was kind of like part of the mischief you know what I mean it'd be like a little school party or a little party or something he could go get a little something from the liquor store, six dollar bottle, this split high it. This is high school, right. and and come to the to the shit, a little twist. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Twist yeah. it with wild Fahrenheit on, and yeah. with the yeah. with a sweater. See, high school was was odd. Like, you know what I mean? Where where I'm from, I mean, you had cats who smoked weed mm-hmm. in high school. Um, it wasn't. I didn't know too many cats that drunk that that drank mm-hmm. in high school, and. It just was like, you know, it was during the crack era and, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, it never looked cool. Mm. Like the cats who was drinking, at least where I was at in the, in the mm-hmm. environment where I was at, it just, it didn't look cool to cats who was young and drinking, mm. you know. But then I would go, my mom had moved to Georgia, like a small town in Georgia, Albany, Georgia. And then I would go up there in the summer and 
you know, you had cats was drinking, like full on just drinking in yeah. high school. Right. And they were having a good time out in the country. It was, you know, it was just slow. It was a different kind of pace. And right. it was just like, shit, sure, man, we're going to drink this beer, man. Right. <laughs> like, okay. This is what it is to do. But I didn't, I ain't never, met. I was like, I still wasn't something I was doing. But they, it was more of a culture of young people drinking mm-hmm. in Georgia than it was in, in Miami. Miami. Okay. At least in my environment. Right. So that, it never really, nobody even ever really, like, I was never around nobody drinking unless we was in the club and we had snuck in the club with strawberries and shit like that. But, you know, I didn't feel no kind of way about drinking then. You know, yeah. that was like grown people in there drinking and then you was just young, just having it. I didn't get drunk, drunk till college, though. I I could almost particularly remember two particular times. The first time I remember damn near falling down the steps. I was so drunk. I was coming up from, there was a cat, we was... <laughs> I guess it was the cafeteria. There was a cafeteria. Damn, my memory is fucking terrible. I believe there was a cafeteria, and think the the building was like Haven Warren. There was a cafeteria. And this something. is at Clark. This is at Clark Atlanta. I believe because they 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 opened up a cafeteria later on. Like they created this whole student center, and that was where the new calf was. But I want to say it was like the old calf, or it was some place where you could eat or whatever. It was a little party on on in Haven Warren. Haven Warren was like on the the main part of the campus mm-hmm. and I just remember cause this is you know college drinking you don't you're not discerning you mm-hmm. know what I mean you're drinking whatever's coming your way right. you mixing your shit you don't right. know what's you what know what's this shit is jungle juice it's mixed with all types of shit it tastes good you don't even know how drunk you getting I just knew I was spinning like <laughs> but i did recognize and i recognized this in high school which is sad but i recognized this in high school but i definitely recognized it in college that shit a little vodka will turn you into mr belvedere just a little <laughs> like just a little light tip you charming as fuck you feel like you know what to say shit is cool then you go a little too far now you just slurry mcslur now you looking crazy <laughs> fucking slip I almost bust my ass that was one time then another time I was off on that Jim Beam <laughs> it was me it was a couple cats we was on the Jim Beam just a bottle of Jim Beam we ain't, I don't even to this day it was Jim Beam a whiskey what's Jim bourbon bourbon whiskey bourbon I don't even it it's that it's bourbon it's bourbon yeah that shit was Jim Beam we ain't even we ain't even know what it was Jim Beam we just right. know it was get drunk shit right that shit had me folded. I think I threw up off of that. That was the first time I threw up off of liquor. I used to pride myself on the fact that I had never thrown up off of liquor. That was that was the type of shit you hang your hat on when you're young. I ain't never, I've been drunk before. I ain't never thrown up. Yeah. Yeah. My first time getting drunk was at a at a Q party. Uh-huh. You know, so that same, you know, maybe a few weeks after this first week. Right. <clears throat> first semester, sophomore year. And we goes into the party. We got there early. You know, we was we was. I was always used to getting to the spot early because we would be sneaking in in high school, like going to Strawberries. Luke had a club called Strawberries, right? And you know, you use a little fake ID, but you ain't want to do that late at night when the hustlers get there, right? Because then you know what I'm saying. Then they have more discretion, right? Right? Like, right, hey. right. High stakes. Yeah, it's high stakes. So you know, you you wanted to get there early when it's free, right? And you know, get in and get in position, right? So we got there early and the spot was empty. This is strawberries? Nah, this is we in college now. This uh-huh. is at the Omega party okay. at, at FanU. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. And we get to this Omega party, it's empty in there. So wait, wait, hold on. The hustlers used to go to the college No, 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 parties? no. I was just saying we was used to getting to the spot early because that's how I came up oh, okay. sneaking in the spot. Oh, okay, though. So we would go early so we wouldn't okay. have to, you know what I'm saying, compete right. with the big timers. Right. You just get in, get in, and right. get your spot. Right. So that's why, you know, when you we got to college, that we just like, let's just get there, you right. know? Which so, is that college mindset anyway, because right. typically it's like, get there before this time and it's free or right. it's free drinks. And, you right. Know. So we got there. It was free. I don't know if it was free, but it was free drinks. Mm-hmm. The Omega oil, which who knows what the fuck that was. Fucking Everclear and a bunch of other shit. You know, so we get there. We scooping it out. And, you know, I don't know what it is. It tastes like juice, you right. know. So it's empty in there. It's cold. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's like a big spot, the avant-garde. And it's cold in there still. It's about maybe four girls right. like two or two sets of girls in there it's cold physically or like the the vibe no it's physically cold because nobody's okay. in there right, right, and the right, ac right. was pumping right but we drinking the little omega it's oil getting warmer and, and then warmer. me and my man d we went we walked up to this group of girls and we you know they was playing the music and we took them out on the dance floor we dancing and all i remember is that shit kicking in and i'm dancing with this chick and i'm zoned in i, I you know what i'm saying i was right. I'm not paying attention to nothing going on around me. I'm just right. zoned into this dance. I'm dancing. I just remember looking up, and I don't even know how much time had passed because right. we was the first ones on the dance floor, uh-huh. me, D, and these two girls. Right. I just remember looking up, and the whole dance floor was full. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It's like you were asleep. <laughs> you were sleep dancing. <laughs> like, what? What? Yeah. What kind of Shit, twilight fast. zone I was in? And then so this one I knew I was in college for real. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking Magic Mike had this song called Drop. Okay. Y'all go look it up. But Drop was basically the equivalent to Back That Ass Up. Okay. In in Tallahassee. Uh-huh. This was the like that shit come on and all all What's the opening. Off. How you know it's about to be that shit? How's it open? It, it's not, it's not, it don't have that long drawn out doom. No, but yeah. it's like it, it leads up and then it's like feel it. It's like mm, drop. Mm, when that shit say mm, drop. Niggas go crazy. Them asses is shaking. Uh-huh. It's it's a it's like oh shit. It's an event. It's, and you know what I'm saying you and you from I'm from Miami, so right. you used to it. But Ass shaking. You used to high school girls. You okay. know what I mean? You used right. to like being around your your peers and yeah. you know what I'm saying. This was college. Was it was women. different. This yeah. was grown woman bodies was a little different, man. Yeah. It was it was a different vibe, and it was it was a lot looser, a lot freer, and that shit was going up. And that from it went from being freezing cold in that bitch. To niggas in there with no shirt on, it's just yeah. hot. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> the last part, this party that I remember was they used to play this house song called French Kiss. Uh huh. And and the we, song we got to annotate this. So it's like a house song. It's playing pretty fast, like uh-huh. a high BPM. So okay. I was dancing with this one girl, <clears throat> and you know it was going down. You know I'm, I'm feeling good. I got the oil in me. And um, uh, it's a it's a certain part of the, at the certain part of the song it starts slowing down gradually, uh-huh. and then uh, it's like a it's like a, a lady come in and she's making all these sex noises, moaning uh, and all uh, that. So it's like do 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 do, and yeah. it just goes slower and slower uh-huh. and slower. So you usually like you grinding up on the, right. on the you know what I'm saying. I had never heard this song before. Uh-huh. And so the shit started going slow. I'm like, what the fuck? You think you're having a stroke. <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker is... is <sighs> and then the beat started slowing down. I'm yeah. like, oh shit, what's going on? So I'm yeah. dancing with this girl and we grinding all up. My thing hard as a rock. Oh, <laughs> this is a fucking problem. So we grinding all up on the thing. 
and the song's going slower and slower. So I'm like, oh shit, this is crazy. And then after it get to the point where it kind of it just break down, right? And then it starts speeding back up, but it's like a silence part. It's like do do doom. And then the girl I was dancing with. <laughs> She just looked at me and dropped her head like she was so ashamed of herself that uh, she had just did this nasty ass dance. Right. She dropped her head and just walked off crying. Oh, <laughs> like, dang. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, I don't know, but this is college. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm wow. in it in its full glory. And wow. And I just remember stumbling back. Like, it was like one of them. Remember how Snoop got out the car on G Thing video? Yeah. At the end, they drop him off back home. He like stumbling into the house. Right after all that, everything that, that happened. Yeah. That's that's basically how we walked back to campus. Just like yeah. that. That's how I felt like Snoop on G yeah. <laughs> It was all. It's so many moments in college where like, especially your first semester, your first first few months in college, where these those moments. And it could be in the club. It could be even in the classroom. It could just be in camp. There's moments where like you feel yourself saying. Okay, this is college. <laughs> this, okay, so because it's a whole fucking new world. You're right. like, okay, this all right. This is this is, this is some different shit. I ain't, this, I ain't, I'm, I'm prepared for this. I can keep going. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. This is college, man. Speaking of college, my niece got a fucking four point oh okay. first she semester. Focused. That shit is great. You know what I'm saying? All star. Got to stay focused. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm that fo- first semester, I think, is one of the toughest semesters. If you could come in, I mean. Depends. I think it's obviously workload's going to get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. But if you could come, it's like going to the league. If you could come out of high school and go to college and be responsible enough to, you know, have some fun, manage your time, do everything, and not be overwhelmed by all of this new and still come out that bitch with a 4 row. I caught a two nine my first semester. I remember that shit. Ah, it was embarrassing. That's the. I might be the only report card from college that I kept. Oh man, because I was like, I, I'm fucking up. I'm bugging right now. Yeah. It was looking. It was looking. Ooh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hopefully, she can stay focused. You know what I mean? Not so. not fall in love and no crazy shit. Yeah. All that. Be, that love in college will fuck your whole yeah, GPA up. All the way. All all that, types that, of the shit. More breakups. That shit be dramatic. <laughs> breakups, yeah. your first breakup oh, away man. from home, and you, you know, dramatic. I, just, I remember girls going through that. I ain't had no breakups. No, and I ain't had no togethers either. So it was just he was living, just wild yeah. for the night. Transient, transient. Uh, hey, non-committal. I hear that. But you know what I'm saying. The thing about me, I I, I didn't have a girl because I I always my philosophy was. <laughs> I'm, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be nobody's boyfriend. I don't. Right. I don't want to do it. So we might as well not even. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you lose out sometimes. You don't get the ones you want because you won't right. do it that way. But yeah. I was like, I'd rather be free and tell uh-huh. you what it is if, you, if you're gonna be with it or you know what I mean. Right. Because. You know, I just didn't see the I didn't see the mathematics in it. <laughs> see, that <laughs> it's, shit did. It's not even. It's not fair. It didn't add up. It didn't add up at all. Because uh. I'm I'm acting a fool. Right. At this point. Right. I'm a total. I'm going. I'm I'm out here. Uh. And and that's not gonna stop. So we might. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not that you know. What I'm saying not that I didn't like people and stuff like that. It was just you wanted that freedom. I wanted the freedom. I didn't want the commitment. That's pretty much. If I'm honest, I didn't want. 
right. I didn't want the responsibility. Right. You know what I mean? And um, you you knew that at that point, like you yeah. you had that understanding. I don't want the commitment. Yeah, That's yeah, it. I knew that. I knew I was like, I rather, hey man, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. You with it? And some you know, you know, some of the best ones were like, nah. Well, that's cool that you were putting it out there like that, and, you know. It was easier that way. Yeah, but I, you know, it, it was. It is easier, but it don't mean that it it's done that way. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Nah. Now I have partners. I have one partner. Right. This month, he love everybody he with. Baby, right. I love you. I love yeah, you. He had about seven girlfriends, and you know, it's always a drama. It's always a fight. It's always right. you know what I'm saying. Somebody kicking on this dough. I guess you know some people. Thrive in that type of environment. I just was like, man, I'm. I want my shit to be smooth. I want all yeah. my transactions to be bang, bang, bang. You yeah, know. Yeah. And you know, like I said, you lose out on some good ones. You you, you can. But you know, hey, it's it's, it's a cost to everything. Yeah, it's a cost. It's a cost. Man. Speaking of which, my son just got his first college acceptance today. Oh shit. Man. Way to get accepted to yeah, Hampton University. Oh first shit, Hampton. Hampton. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you know, uh, you know, we're gonna see what the rest of them look like. But I'm just glad he got into somewhere because he was kind of nervous, yeah, about the whole situation because everybody's starting to get their acceptance, right? You know, like especially the people, all the kids who got their shit together, right? That's you know got their grades and their SATs and yeah. they doing their shit on time. They early acceptance, the and top draft picks, yeah, the top draft picks. They getting this quick. You know, did what you saying? see? Did you see that shit on Instagram with the young kid? Found that he got accepted to Harvard. Oh with yeah, his yeah, whole yeah, squad yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was fly. That was dope. That, that was, was dope. fly. Yeah, when you got your shit together, yeah, you get that call early. That's a moment. So what's the what's the new moment now? Is it all an electronic moment? Nah, it's a male. It's a, I mean, some of them electronic. I think my niece got Howard via electronic. Interesting. I, that's probably the top draft picks. I don't that's know. She's she one of the top it, draft picks. Agent come. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? See, see, my son. He, you know. What like they say in the South, he he was acting like fat meat ain't greasy. So ninth grade, tenth grade, he I gotta hear this. No, you didn't you don't wanna hear that shit that your parents talk. You don't wanna hear that shit that's they kick it to your ear. Oh, like, you know, you gotta get your grades, like, you know, this semester. Right. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. Then get that report card and all these C's. Yeah. You like what happened? Right. You know, talk to the teacher. Right. Well, he he would have had a B in this course, but he didn't do his homework three times. I'm like, nigga. So he had to do homework. Yeah. You 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 throwing it away over homework? I'm gonna keep it funky with you. And I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion. I found college easier than high school. I, reason being, high school is way more tedious. You got to have that homework. It's homework every day, something every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Right. And you could get caught up in, if you're irresponsible, you fuck around and miss some shit. It's 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 a lot of, it's just a, a lot, lot of opportunities to mess up. A lot of opportunities to mess up. Whereas college is like, you could fuck this up. But we ain't going to be on your neck. Look, this is what you are. This is what we need from you. This is when we need this from you. There's a couple mid There's some exams and shit like that. It's not going to be homework all the time. We need you to come to the class. But when the time comes to prove that you learned what you learned, mm -hmm. you need to be able to do that shit. And I could do that 
better than did you do last night's homework? Fuck, I forgot to do last night's homework. Right. So you get a zero. Right. Next Zeros you know, is a motherfucker. Kill you. Zeros. But kill I, you. I found college easier to handle in high school. And I, hopefully he finds it easier too. Yeah. But that happens. You know what I'm saying? So he he you know he wasn't listening to that shit we was kicking in his ear. Yeah. And so now you get to you know 11th, 12th grade, and you know it's looking like okay. Oof. You know what I mean? You you real. In a in a situation on how you gonna move and how you gonna get things done. Good thing is he he tests well, so he did pretty good on the SAT mm-hmm. that balanced it out. And <clears throat> so you know that for that I'm proud of him because mm-hmm. it's like you know you got to come with something. Right. So he came with that. So we gonna see. It was just like you say them early draft picks and start. I think they started fucking with him because he was walking around silent. Oh, that'll get you. He was silent. You, you know ain't got no news. Everybody like, did the mail come? Nah. Yeah, everybody getting signed on your block. Yeah, everybody, everybody on the on the on the Instagram and the stories mm. and all the family. Yeah. You know, Cause I got a niece, they the same age. They mm. going through the same process. She done already. She got accepted real early Oof. on one and then just got Howard last week. Damn. So he was looking like, uh, You know your cousin got in. Oh, yeah, you shit. know, then you gotta hear that. Then his one of his boys got into Georgetown, which is his was his was his first pick, you know. Then he got another homie that graduated last year. That's that Carnegie Mellon. It's the so, holiday season too. You know what I mean? A lot of gloating going yeah, on. Yeah, so I mean it ain't even a gloat, but it's like you want to have something. You know what I'm saying? You want some points on the board. There's some gloating going on, and if you want to have something to speak, it's like it's like pilot season. Right. It just should get picked up or not. Or you, you know, you might not you might not be going to air. Cause he he got he got accepted to some, you know what I'm saying, some schools you never heard of, like like a like uh, a Oh, your cousin or your my, my, my son. I like, thought you said he got his first one. No, you know one. what I'm saying? This was his first real one. The other shit's on. Oh. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Don't say the name of the other one. Nah, I'm going to say the name of the other one because you ain't never heard of shits before. Watch, watch. Like some shit like New England University or some shit. You look it up and be like, what the fuck is this? Shout they, out to our listeners. They got scholarships and shit for him. I'm just like, man. That's what's up. But it ain't, it ain't one on his it list. It ain't Ralph, though. It, it wasn't on his list. Was Hampton on his list? Yeah, Hampton was on his list. What else is on the list? Howard. Howard, uh, Morehouse, Clark. Clark is what he was screaming first. That was his first. That's what's up. This was the first one he wanted to know about. Um, I'm ta- vision. I'm going to take him to fan you so he could get that, you know what I mean? Right. Let him see what that's all about. He's been there, though, right? No, nah, he's never been. I thought you did nah, that. No, 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 no. Nah, he never been. Yeah. So, you know, Hampton is a good first, you know what I'm saying, to get some points <coughs> on the board. That's like, you know what I mean? It's a tough one. Because even, even if you, even if, if that's where he goes, it's, that's not a bad spot to be. You know what I mean? That's actually, you know, an excellent spot to be. I know a lot of good Hamptonians and stuff. Yeah. You know? So, we're going to see. Yeah. I remember that was the shit. Like when you go to the mailbox, it was either the thin envelope or the thick boy, and you kind of knew if that shit was too thin. <laughs> it was oh, it uh, hurt your heart. I I'm, I didn't get into the whole process. Uh, I didn't get as into the. Pro- I got into the process late. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. There's a lot of people I know like that. I got and I shout out to my old guidance counselor, uh, Kenny Lacour. Over at the Austin High School, he was the cat that was. I think he almost wanted it more than me. You know right. what I mean? Like yeah, I man, was one of them. You know how? And it's like it's so predictable, but it's so like when you get some distance from it, it's so disappointing because it's like there's a level of apathy you could have as a teenager that like because you ain't you haven't really been exposed to what's next. Mm-hmm. So sometimes. 
You never, you you don't, you can't miss what you've never had. So people could tell you, Kyle, no, I'm trying to tell you, you want to get to, you want to do this college thing. Like, you don't want to be here. Right. You don't want, you want to do something with you. Like, you like, <laughs> man, you know, it is what it is. If you didn't, if you're not one of the top draft picks where that's right. the trajectory, if you just somebody where it could still be in limbo, where you know you ain't give it your best effort in high school, or you don't really all the way, School might not even be the most exciting thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he was like, nah, you got to do this shit. I'm trying to tell you. This is an opportunity. Da, 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 da. Fill this out. Do this. Get da, da, da. Bat, bat, bat. And then shit started happening. And I remember, I remember not, I remember not getting into, uh, I remember my homie, my homie Kev went to uh, Morgan State. And I got a lot of my family went to Morgan. I think I talked about oh, yeah, this before. Yeah, yeah. I had that shit as a safety because everybody was like, oh, Morgan, you can get in there. It's easy breezy. I was like, all right. <laughs> Woo-hoo. That was the first, uh, nah, nigga. Bum, 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 bum. That was the first letter I got back. Nah, fam, thanks for playing. I was sick. <laughs> Cause now I thought it was over. Like right. this is if yeah, I can't now you get walk it, around looking ah, sick, you yeah. get depressed out there. Woo-hoo. But we finally made. How it. you was feeling when I finally when no, I no when you, in between after you got that Morgan State denial. Oh man, I was done. I was fucked up. I wasn't done, but I was like, ah, I was borderline hopeless. I was like shit, and I was embarrassed. I didn't really want to let nobody know that I didn't get. You know what I mean? Because again, like. This is the season of people saying where they got in. Nobody's saying wh- who shut them down. This right. is the reason, yo, I'm in here. They, they called me there. And right, da 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 da. And uh, ooh, it was it was quiet. It was radio silent for a little bit. Yeah, that's that's what my son was like. He was walking around looking real shook. Yeah. Cause then you starting to realize, oh, I might miss out on some shit. Like I didn't realize all of these motherfuckers is going places. <laughs> you because that's the first time you say, yo, these niggas is going places. Like they're going somewhere, and I don't want to get stuck. Hey, that's that first wave cutoff. Yeah, when, you know when life Ooh. keep going, yeah. you, you know you gotta you don't have a plan. Even if you don't go to college, you know, yeah, it's, it's like that's where you feel that first. Okay, people are going somewhere. Then you had to sit and figure out what you gonna do. Yep. You know, whether that's college, whether that's go to work. So like a lot of them cats, you know, that went to work straight out of high school, them first four years, boy, they be stunting on you. They be stunting oh, on they you. They be having cats, that big money. Yeah, cats yeah. who go to UPS and shit like that. Yeah. Don't fuck around and like in Miami and get that job on the docks. Uh-huh. The longshoreman job. Oh, you stunting on everybody. Killing them, huh? Killing them. Spending money at the club, you, big you, money. You got big money. You got the union. You got the credit union. So you getting the, you know what I'm saying? You getting the nice rips and the, right. you know what I'm saying? The modified home loans. and right. So like cats who did the longshoreman, they was already coming out making about 60, 70. And then you get in the union, you know, you're getting, this, this cast is getting money. So what exactly is a longshoreman? It's like when the boats come into the port, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They, they have warehouses that store the stuff that's coming off the boats. So you got guys who take the stuff off the boat. You got guys who work the warehouse. You got, um, so it's all that getting the stuff off the, the goods off of the boats and into like the unloading world. and loading. Yeah, and shit unloading, like loading, store. But that shit was the sweet job. Longshoremen sound like such an ill ass, like, job. Longshoremen sound like, it, it, you know what I mean? It just sounds, when you tell me what it is, it don't sound as fly as it did two seconds ago. No, it's fly though. But that paper is crazy. The paper's good. 
the union is strong. You know what I'm saying? They like in Miami they have like it's a lot of warehouses, but it's like the black warehouse. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then my my cousin's pops, he ran his he ran the black warehouse. His his father ran it before him. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like so it's they popping. they control who who get the job, right? You know what I'm saying. So right. so be, and that's a union thing too. Yeah. Right? So but but before you get in the union, you just had to go like get day work, right? And then you go you pull up five in the morning. These cats is eating breakfast down in Overtown, and right? They, they come to the union house and they start picking out cats who gonna work for the day, right? So you could build up your hours to get in the union. Yeah. So you know, you go you get that job, man. You there? You five in the morning. You done by two thirty three. So you out in the street stunting with the dope boys by mm-hmm. three o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else at work. It's a sweet gig. Nice. So it's like it's that one of them hybrid joints. It's like where the streets respect it. You know what I'm saying? You could still you could still buy your buy chains. And, right. You know what I'm saying? The car, whatever the dope boy car is, to yeah. a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could still be moderately competitive. Yeah. You could be you 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 killing the working cat. Right. Right. And then you know what I'm saying? You could. Like after the the big body benzes and shit like that, you can compete with okay. the dope boy. Like you get the Lexus, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like the certain body Lexus or whatever was the right. fly truck or whatever. Yeah. You could get that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was like that's that's like a respectable job out there mm. on the blue collar side of things that them cats starting on cats. Even cats come out of college and you still getting stunted on by a long sometimes. I will say this, no not uh, I'm looking back, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's probably tougher. But I look back at a lot of the people that I knew that had, like, kids in high school and early college, mm-hmm. and they seem to be done now. <laughs> like, they chilling. It's like they oh, got a second life. Yeah, they they fresh. They they, back they, they, they in the game. They, they, they living life. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Because that pendulum of life is like, once your kid's out the house, all that money is free for you. Right. And if you still youthful and exuberant. Right. That's you. You living life. Cool. That's the ones you see on Facebook traveling. And, right. You know what I mean, they they doing it. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I'm like, all right, you might have. That might have been a. That might have been a good long plan you and did. If right, <laughs> if you could get to the other side of yeah, it. Yeah. If 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 you did it, if you you stayed committed to it and did it right. You yeah. know what I mean? You know. Mm. Hey, so you know, and didn't let it break you or you know let people talk you out of your right. own life. You know right. what I'm saying? A lot of people be like, you know, kid. <clears throat> get pregnant early, especially on, on on women. You know what I mean? It'll wrap you up. You you know you get pregnant at sixteen, seventeen. And, oh, your shit is over. Mm-hmm. You know, but you still got a lot of life. You yeah. know. Yeah. And my um, I had a roommate in college at later in college, and she had her baby. I guess sophomore year. Uh-huh. So young. So the baby grew, basically grew up on campus, uh-huh. and um. <clears throat> And you know, hanging around and just living life. But she she went ahead. She finished. She did her thing. They you know they they went to uh, went down to Miami, lived life. She wanted she living that second life. She got grandkids and all, but she living good. I remember this one girl I went to um, high school with. <clears throat> and she had a baby like May eleventh grade, tenth grade, some shit like that. We was the same grade. And we were peers. You know what I mean? And like had so much in common until like she had the baby and then like I remember seeing her she became a grown woman fucking like with like an adult adult with like real grown word seemed way more mature like it was a it was a disconnect yeah in the world now living in the world living like you know it's you know 
It was crazy. You can't let let the world tell you what you gonna be. Yeah, period. Yeah. No matter what, college, no college, teenage pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, guys. You know, you having you having babies early. Don't run from it because people say it's too much. It's gonna whatever mm-hmm. drag your life. You know. You gotta stick with it, you know, get through it. You're gonna be the one ahead of the curve. Yeah. So what's good with you, man? What you what you get into this week? What you do? Oh man, you know, running around. I mean, we uh hung out Rob Hardy. You know, y'all know Rob, he was on the show. Yeah. You know, a couple months ago. He's here in town directing power again. So it's his birthday. So I hung out with him last week. But in that in the motion of running out, I was running to pick up a check. And they were like, yo, meet me at, you know, the Robert Glasper show. And Where I was never, that at? That was at the, uh, one of the museums, at the Met. At the uh, Met. okay. Yeah, so it was like a like an intimate performance at the Met. I had never seen Robert Glasper before. Uh-huh. You know, I've heard his stuff, but I'd never seen him perform. And so, <laughs> went to that. That was cool. You know, yeah. Like just going to pick up a check, but, you know, it was like, hung out and watched the whole what show. What was the setup? It's in the, in the Met. Like, so how'd they so set it up? So it was like up? in the auditorium. He had the, oh, you know, okay. he had the big grand piano. He had a, he had the drummer, a bass. Because mm-hmm. was, he was operating as a trio. So he had a drummer, a bass, him on the piano, but then he had a DJ. Okay. And it was weird because the DJ was playing, like, you know, these odd sounds every now and then. He'd scratch in some speaking or scratch in an odd sound or something like that. Kind of like that that podcast you showed me with Hannibal. Like, oh, how they just be having the weird sounds. Shout out coming. to the, the handsome Rambler. Yeah. So it was kind of like that, like the odds and ends in the background. Right. But, you know, Robert, he was real fun. I, kn- I didn't know he was like a fun type of uh, performer. I thought he was like a serious jazz dude. Mm-hmm. But he was fun. Then he uh, brought out Common. Mm. Common spit a freestyle. Speaking of fan, you common. Um, he spit a freestyle. He, he put fan you in it. In the freestyle, yeah, he put fan you in the freestyle. Wow. I had to met. That's what's up. Look at that. Yeah, you know, he, he, uh, he, <laughs> he went in. That's what's up. Common, common is uh, a good eighty percent. What common is what I like about common. He live and die by the freestyle. He like right. one of the few motherfuckers that live and die for better or worse. Calm gonna go off the head. More often than not, he gonna land it every time. But he like legitimately gonna go off right. the head too. Right, he's gonna go off the head. He like he's like a throwback in that, you know. Speaking of freestyles, your man Black Thought got the internet going stupid. Yeah, everybody. Over a 10 minute freestyle he did on Flex. Yeah, everybody seemed to be impressed and swinging. You know, they they on his jock. And tone sound like everybody impressed, but why are you gonna put that on me? <laughs> I'm just saying, your tone put that on you. Your nah. tone was everybody hey, nah, saying. No, nah, no, nah. it's just it's one of them things where where you have a rapper who's been around all these years. Right. Nobody ain't said shit about him. You know what I'm saying? Not nobody, but people who haven't been like, oh, black thought him a top five. You have those people who have him in their top five. Right. But this particular freestyle brought everybody out to like, yeah, Black Thought, that's my, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Right. I ain't hear nobody talking about Black Thought last week. You weren't repping for Black Thought the other day, but now you are. And and then, you know, I have my own little personal thing, you know what I mean? Not that I, I don't dislike Black Thought. Uh-oh. Talk to us. You know what I'm saying? I don't dislike the roots at all. I, I you know, I've, I've probably said on here. Mm-hmm. That you know, I, I think Roots is like the world's greatest cover band. Yeah, you know heard that I mean? hip hop's house band, hip hop house band, whatever, something like that. Um, a lot of times, 
and I know we have a lot of listeners in Philly, and then, you know, man, talk to him. You know, what I'm saying. So, shout out to Chill, Chill Moody with that IPA though. We still waiting Chill on Moody. some of that. Yeah, Layla Glam, all the West Philly, Man Child. Yeah, you know I'm saying all the Philly massive. Shout out to my man DJ Sense. Today's his birthday. You know that man is DJ Drum, grown man now. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of lot of Philly affiliates. Of course. But go ahead. In listening to their music, The Roots. I, the Roots. I didn't like in songs, I don't really like to hear freestyle type of raps in songs. Like mm. just rapping to be rapping. Right. Type. You know what I'm saying? I think Black Thought do a lot of that in <clears throat> records that didn't that doesn't connect with me. That's just mm. the art of just spitting words. Right. Just to be spitting words. Right. These words rhyme. Da, 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 da. You know, I like I like rappers who uh, who bring a story to it, or who who in their freestyle type of rap can draw in different different things that just make it more artful to me. Mm-hmm. So I was never really a Black Thought fan like that, right. and and but I'm not surprised that he did a 10 minute freestyle that that right. was on point and in pocket because <clears throat> that's what he is. He's on point and in pocket, right? But so much so that it becomes almost um, antiseptic. You know what I mean? Like or just very, like background, or just, no, just okay. very clean, very on right. point, just to the point where I don't feel I don't feel it. I don't feel the soul in it per se. Wow. Like like say with Biggie, like Biggie will say some shit. It didn't you know, it's just the words just make your mind do backflips. Like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Right. You rain on top is short like leprechauns, talking so tall, thugs thugs and rapper dons, you know right. what I'm saying? And he he just be throwing these words around, it just seemed like he just playing with them, like like a like just with just with art, just like like a jazz musician playing with the horn. He just be playing with these words. Mm-hmm. Seemed like Black Thought to me is like just straightforward. He's saying what he's saying. That's what he said. Hmm. That's to me. And I that, dig it. Not that I'm okay. a I'm a that I studied it a lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just I haven't gotten into it because of what I heard. It just didn't really strike to me. Like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Eminem and and everybody swear about Eminem. He just never said nothing that really struck me. Mm. I don't, I don't, yeah, I hear what you say. I don't know if I put them two in the same. No, room. I'm not saying. That, I see what you're saying. It's not, no. not in the same category. I'm just saying that's how I feel. You don't get it. You don't get that. Not with, that I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get no goosebumps when I listen right. to them rap. I dig it. I think I hear you with the with the Black Thought thing. Everybody going crazy over Black Thought. It was like, all right, here we go. You know what I mean? Because this is the thing with Black Thought. This my Black Thought. Is arguably the most consistent no doubt. MC in the game. No doubt. Consistently good. Like, see, I fucked with Black Thought from way back, from the, you know, the early root shit. I remember seeing him do a um what I was he struck me the first time I seen him, he did like a there used to be a graffiti magazine called On the Go. And they were in Philly. It was him and Quest Love. I think they stand in front of a uh <clears throat> in front of a wall like with a graffiti painting and shit mm-hmm. and Black Thought is freestyling and I think Questlove is pointing to like various parts of the thing like just the colors mm-hmm. and he like red and, da, 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 and just killing the shit but not like in a carnival type way because there is that right. that whole where you could freestyle about anything and it could it starts to feel like a gimmick right. um, but I, I, I like I like Thought I like Thought since since the beginning, since the root shits, you know what I mean? But I do feel like, <clears throat> you know, 
the king reigns alone. I think that's always been Black Thought's, the fucked up thing is, you in this group, you know? And you in the group, and the drummer's more popular than you in the group, right? You're a hell of a lyricist, but the Roots as a group in itself is such a, first of all, they still damn near like one of the few, if not the only hip hop band still in the game. So like, you know, like I got introduced to the Roots early. I remember boosting the, the Do You Want More CD and shit and listening to that shit and loving it. Then I remember when I was in college, <clears throat> going to see the Roots live for the first time. It might have been one of the first real shows I seen live. I, you know, that's college is where you first start really going out to shows, clubs and shit like that. Right. And I had seen a few little club shows and I seen the Roots perform at a club and their show even then was fucking next level. Just everything they would do was next level. And one thing that I was struck by was, you know, they playing with a band. This motherfucker's voice cuts through all of the instruments in a way that's so clear. It's precise. Precise. The breath control is there. Like the tone is there. And it's, it is, it's, it's like, it's really his, his talent because the Roots have mad different people yeah. on the and they'll get on the bike and they'll ride the beat, but they could kind of get caught up in what's going on. And obviously this is part of his band, right. but he know how to cut right through that shit. Right. Plus, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought Black Thought always was on some fly shit. Like, he always talk about some fly shit. He would wear fly shit. Like, Black Thought was one of, there's a few, you know, that's another thing. When I used to go see people perform, you often, especially rappers, you want to see what they going to come out in, what they going to wear on stage, and certain rappers that would get flyer than other rappers. Thought was one of them cats. He was there with this back, you know, underground, conscious, I guess, type of crew. But he would wear that shit. What you know shit? what I'm saying? Like, just whatever the fly shit was at the moment. The, you know, like, when Japanese denim was about to be hot. This nigga was ordered early. Because it was like it was like a, a nigga that you could tell they was touring around the world. This was before the internet when everything is in reach. Right. You really had to go to Japan to, to get plugged into the fly shit. You might have had to go to London to get this type of shit. He would have that shit on. Right. And then be killing shit. And then, you know, so I was a fan. He's a dope rapper that is right there in your face, but invisible. You know what I mean? Like, it's invisible. And I used to always, because everybody be like, yo, Black Thought, top five. Black Thought is, he's super slept on. I would always argue against that, because I don't think Black Thought is slept on. I think most people... Not most people, but many people, when they talk, especially the people that like lyricists, when they talk about their top five, they oftentimes make Black Thought an honorable mention. Right. You're not going to be in the bracket, but we always going to give you that honorable mention. So I feel right. like if you're getting mentioned that honorably, you're right. not slept on. No, he's not slept on at all. I, I I don't have him in my top five or not. Like, I don't, you know, again. But well, let, me, let me finish this because I want to throw this one thing on there too. We go back to it, but... So I felt like he been doing the same shit for 20 years. He's still a beast. He Every so often, like he did some shit on the Combat Jack show a couple years ago when Combat Jack had the thing on Complex. He destroyed that shit. Um, he has those moments where he'll destroy, just remind niggas, I'm nice. You know what I mean? But at the same time, just like everybody was going crazy, oh shit, Black Thought, this nigga's been there all these years. I kind of felt the same way for Funkmaster Flex in that moment. Funkmaster Flex got, 
This is one of the most relevant things to go on the internet in a minute, or at least in the last few weeks. And Flex is part of that moment. And Flex has been around for years and years. As much as people, like, get him out of here, he's washed, he's old, he's out of touch, he's, you know what I mean, whatever, whatever. That nigga's been a presence yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And he still stand, and still contributed to the culture in a big way. And that, that made me be like, damn, you know, salute to that man too. So. No, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was it was good, man. You know, I would like to hear. And he flirted with putting out a, a solo album. I don't know if it's too late, but I, I feel like, you know, for the fans, right. there's people that want to hear that shit. And I'm curious what a Black Thought solo would sound like. No doubt. You know, um, and quietly, I think he's uh, he's been like on this uh this kind of campaign to remind motherfuckers like not to remind people but to solidify himself as a goat or the goat you know what i mean like he was on decent and Miro, his rainbow was goat just to let niggas know <laughs> i'm arguably one of the greatest of all times he's also said the story about you know when they did the the jay-z unplugged there was supposedly a supposedly there was supposed to be a cipher between jay-z eminem and thought that got cut and I think there might have been another time where Jay and him was on there. So he kind of, he don't say it in a salty fashion, but he kind of puts it out there like, listen, every nigga that y'all love, I've been trying to get on tracks with them. Yeah. And there's a couple of them that don't want it. Right. And, you know, saying that's cool. That's competitive. That's hip hop. What I, what I didn't, what turned me off against the roots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's two things. One thing, as far as the, the music itself. It was like during the era when, you know, you had Pac and you had all the other cats out there. It was like the Floss era, the beginning of the, you know. The, the bling era. The bling, the beginning of the bling and the Floss. And yeah. it was like they would make songs that directly, you know, was saying, ah, that shit is whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, what they do. Yeah, what they do. Like, you know what I'm saying? They looking at what everybody, what they're doing and saying, you know what I'm saying? That ain't it. That's whack. You know what I'm saying? But right. at the same time, I couldn't identify what they did that made them, you know what I'm saying, fly. Right. It's like they haven't built a, a culture around what they were doing except to say, hey, that shit over there is whack. And I ain't feel that shit. Yeah. That's just, that was just me. I hear that, but that's I, just me. No, I hear that. Because I, I, I look again, that's my introduction to them. Right. So I, you know, they probably had some shit that built the culture around what they were doing, whatever, right. whatever. I just didn't know it. I didn't see it, and I didn't feel like they had the authority to just shit on everybody else. That's all. I know. I see what you're saying, and I think back then it did kind of. <clears throat> it came a little. That came across a little salty, a little bitter, a little outside, a little damn. We, you know what I mean, like. I seen that, especially and Big was tight about that, cause Big fucked with them. He right. felt like they shitted on him. I see that. I, I could understand that whole. That I'm never on the side of the bitter. Right. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, you had native tongues and all that shit who had built the culture and the lifestyle that that even the floss cats could look at and be like, okay, that's cool too. But I will say that the roots, yeah, the roots is a collective. Black Thought Quest, all of them. They've built a hell of a culture in hip hop around like they have they kind of took that native tongues torch and kept it moving in the way like they they do come across a little snobby. You know what I'm saying? Not all of them, but like, you know, if you listen, if you was into OK playing, you would read Questlove, his right. takes on certain shit. It was definitely a little elevated, kind of looking down on shit. 
it 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 definitely created a, a forum for the hip hop snob. You know what I'm saying? A lot of critique and shit going on. But at the same time, there was a lot of curation going on where they was picking a lot of these next people that was coming up. Slum Village, Lil Brother. They were doing things like the Black Lily and and doing things like um, the Roots Picnic, which turned into, it's gotten bigger and bigger, but where they pointing at these artists, these are some artists you should, you know, like, like-minded, that neo-soul movement, that whole, like, they, no, they I'm saying, but that, No, I ain't saying they, need, they didn't build it. I'm just saying, at the time when they was saying what they do, mm-hmm. that wasn't there yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. That yeah. wasn't there yet. That, yeah, they hadn't that broken. They, they were still kind of. Yeah, so they, yes, they did end up building and curating and, you know what I'm saying, down with the whole Erica Badu and right. D'Angelo. They they were definitely part of a, a thing and, right. and helping fuel a thing right but when i was introduced to them that wasn't there and it was kind of like they were it was like very judgy like a very judgy type of rap which didn't feel like you know what i'm saying didn't feel like hip-hop didn't feel like hip-hop right you know so it was very like you know judgy and then when i booked them for the vibe live and met um you know i met uh quest love i guess and I talked about this. The yeah, American situation. Yeah, we talked yeah, talk about, about, talk about this. Yeah, people know. I don't want to reiterate. <laughs> yelling, yelling. But when I met him, it was just kind of weird. Like, ah, yeah, wow. yeah. Then I just, you know, once that happened, it was kind of like right. I, I could. I didn't see nothing else they was doing. I always appreciated the musicality of what they brought to it because it felt so different. No it felt so different. It was like, damn, like you would go to a show, you know what I mean? Everybody just got their DJ and. Manning is on stage and da 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 da, and the show was the show because of the dope songs or whatever and the, the the raw energy. But like when you seen how they would do a show, like I remember the first time I see these motherfuckers in the show, everybody's <laughs> watching the stage, waiting for them to come out. Mm-hmm. And you just hear drums, and they coming out from the back of the room, like in the drum line with the drums, and then thoughts start rapping, and they walk through the crowd and then go on stage. Like that shit blew my mind. I'm like, oh, these niggas is like. They're creative. They really are pushing boundaries. So I always yeah. respected that. No doubt. You know. They got enough respect. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> they got, I mean, I respect. No, they got I respect. But like I said, they got precise, precision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Solid shit. It don't fit your soul. It don't hit your soul it like that. It don't hit me. Yeah. I, I, could, you know what I'm saying? I ain't like, ooh, ooh, that nigga said that shit. Yeah. Nah, I hear you. I felt like with this with this last, I didn't, I've only watched the 10-minute freestyle one time. I can't watch it again, like, another 10 minutes. But it was great. But I'm not blown away like everybody else. I think it's just more great work. It's just, you know, a testament to what they do, you know. Um, anyway, what else is going on, man? I see, looking at the Twitters, mm-hmm. looks like Joe Button is leaving Everyday Struggle. How does that work? I mean, it's like what will it be without him? He the, uh, he's the, <laughs> the he's, king. He the one that draw the, all the flies. The ownery, yeah, yeah, he is. I was watching it earlier today. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't know what the story is there. I know he just had a. They didn't say. They didn't say why. Nah, he quit he, or they fired him. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm going through. I think he quit. I think he quit or whatever. We'll find out as it goes on. Out. But it's like, shit. damn, dog. I don't think. I mean, academics is cool, but I feel like they need that dynamic. Right. That uh, maybe that, they'll replace them. Yeah, I mean, they've been they got who kid on this weekend, but I mean this week, but they need somebody like the thing about Joe. He didn't give a fuck if you liked him, right? Or a certain like certain. he was at he was an outsider. 
He was a decided outsider, and it was like, not even decided, but it was kind of like, it was kind of, he was outside of the game. Like, people had chalked him as a one-hit wonder or whatever. He's just, you know, he ain't that nigga. Even though he's a dope MC, he was kind of like on the margins a little bit. You know what I mean? Just doing his thing, getting his, speaking to his cult fan base. But at the same time, he would have opinions on everything that was going on. And you know, like, the opinion is just coming back to hip hop, <laughs> especially that with the podcast and shit. Cause critique, critique has never really been, you know, that warmly accepted in in the in the hip hop <laughs> culture. Might get you, get might get shit you, rocked. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so to see a motherfucker say fuck it, I don't give a fuck. It is what it's gonna be. I can run up. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. I'm gonna speak my mind. There was a lot of people fucking with that, and then generation-wise, him being an older rapper talking about the he was he was the guy for the older cats, you know. He was kind of like what's them cats yeah. that used to be on Hot Nine Seven? What's them t- the two cats, the haters? Stone Buck Wild. Stone Buck Wild. Nah, nah. Stone Buck Wild was more like they was just hating, just to hate. They didn't give a fuck. They wasn't really invested in it. Star would tell you, I don't give a fuck about this, this jungle music. You know what I mean? Even though- That sound like something Joe Buns would say. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of, but then it's also, but his thing was, nah, I'm repping for niggas that like lyrics. I'm I'm still, I still demand a standard when it comes to this rap shit. You know what I mean? This might be popping and all of that, but it just sound like throwaway shit or he spoke for the disconnect. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people, even though this shit happens year after year, I mean, generation after generation, people are like, I don't get it or whatever. That's just, it goes on, it goes on. But the fact that he was vocal about it and it seemed like he had spoken for a bunch of motherfuckers, it's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens. I mean, he could pop up doing his own thing. I mean, he got his own I, shit. I thought that was his thing. He, I don't know. I think so. I thought he brought it over there to them. So who knows what the story is? I'm just, I'm going through the Twitters. <laughs> just going through the Twitters. Uh, yeah. I know you didn't listen to that Eminem album. Nah, I didn't I ain't nah, listen to it either. Nah, so, I mean, I listened to one or two nah, songs. Nah, I'm not nah, an nah. Eminem fan like that either. I mean, I respect him as a lyricist. This new M, his flow is a little... Uh, Flow is a little too staccato for me. It's right, a little right. like, Migos? No, it's like, like more spoken wordish. Oh, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, and I like him, but then he's like talking about like, you know, he's trying to be there for the for the black community. You know what I'm saying? Speaking on the issues and shit. No doubt. But. You don't want to hear that shit from him. I don't want to. I mean, I like him you, as you a rapper. Him popping pills and killing not his even mama. popping pills, but if you're going to be speaking on the, what's going on and, and lending your voice to the fight, I need on? that cadence to be a little better. <laughs> I don't need that shit to be sounding real Saul Williams 2004. Wow. But anyway, let me not be that nigga. I mean, you here now. <laughs> <laughs> you left me out there on black. I let you leave you out there. That's what it is. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit, man. Can't leave on hate. Um, nah, it's all love, man. <laughs> Choice ain't hate. There you go. Matt, you an Eminem fan? I mean, a fair, I, I like him, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a white guy. I was thinking about saying that. <laughs> exactly. like, I mean, look at me. Right? Do you like him? Do you keep up with his stuff? Or he's just out there like as a representative? In the um, I mean, I guess as much as I keep up with music, I'm not really... I, I'm always behind on music, so I didn't even realize he had a new album out. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to go and check that out. I mean, his cl- I think his, 
some of his classic stuff is great. He's obviously one of the most talented out there. Mm. But I also don't know a lot of the people to compare him to. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of the comp- contemporary right now. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, before before we go, here is what is your net neutrality report? <laughs> this is becoming an ongoing thing. What's going on? Where we stand now? You uh, called it. Um, realistically, not much is going to change in the next for a little while. It's going to be taking a while to go through the courts right now, but. You don't think it's going to be reversible? There's, there's uh, people got some hope out there. Is it false hope? So it's it'll probably take a. I mean, it could be three years to work its way to the Supreme Court kind of deal. Um, I've heard rumblings that the Senate might actually have a vote on it to try to say, oh well, restate net neutrality, but in so doing, take away parts of it that are kind of crucial. Mm. Saying that okay, you can pay for internet fast lanes, right? Where it would still just be giving priority to. To money, yeah, giving to priority, giving priority to the companies that already have the money, making it so the rich can get better internet, and you, it wouldn't be giving the rich better internet. It'd be you pay more to maintain what you have now, right, and make it legal to give to throttle other, just throttle people's internet because they don't want to, they don't have as much money, right. Yeah, or even on the business side of things, it's like say you got Verizon jumping in the content game, you know, you of course you got Comcast already a cable provider, and then their competition is basically Netflix. And Hulu, which at this point they could throttle them. Well, Comcast is a part owner of Hulu. Okay, well, and so they, they're going to throttle. They want. They, they already have tried throttling Netflix. That were that's part exactly. of where the whole uh, net neutrality debate started. Right. Netflix is a big proponent of net, uh, net neutrality. They're probably going to be involved in a lawsuit. Right. And so now, when you know the big companies are they're doing their podcast network or radio networks online, then they shutting us down. The little guys, you know, you won't be able to find us and shit because we'll be somewhere in the dark hole of the non-neutral as an internet and ultimately the problem isn't i mean it in an ideal world you don't need this regulation then it would just be a free economy you can do whatever you want but the problem is we do give a monopoly to such a few companies that you need to have some sort of regulation in there you need to if you're going to if you have a monopoly you can't it, the free market can't market cannot regulate itself so that's where we are right now well hmm. get get your get your juice on while you can <clears throat> and then we'll see where it go from there yeah, see. But you know, <laughs> motherfuckers will figure it out. But it's not net neutrality is not getting rid of net neutrality is not good for the American economy. I'll I'll leave it at that. And you you really chose a great positive note to end this one <laughs> to wrap this one up on. No, nah, that's knowledge, man. <laughs> yeah, true. Man, let people know to fight. The it's, more you know. We need to be more educated right now. Yeah, Everyone should be. No doubt. <clears throat> All right. Uh, thank you for the net neutrality report, Matt. Uh, I feel like it's time to transform and roll out. Unless you got something else you want to talk about, I know. Hey man, I'm good, man. You good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we ain't gotta get into too much else. We talked enough. Uh, good luck with Diddy. Diddy trying to buy those uh, those Panthers. Yeah, shout out to Diddy, man. You shout can't you can't man. never count Diddy out, man. Nah, you know. I just like at least he's changing that conversation. At least people are at least now thinking about that the wealth conversation and, and ownership and you seeing people like Steph Curry jumping in the, the, yeah, the mix. I mean, they, they've been thinking about it, you know. Uh, so, you know, Jordan got a basketball team, you know, LeBron owned into a soccer team. And Usher got a ring with the uh, with the Cavs. Usher is, you know what I'm saying, Jay was with the Nets, you know. So the conversation's been around. I think what Diddy's doing is trying to take that to a next level and say, let me be the first majority Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, football, black majority owner in football. So, um, 
that's a big conversation. And, you know, people were laughing at it. They joke like, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, who is Diddy? Diddy ain't rich enough to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, he eight hundred and fifty million ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like that ain't shit. But then I I was like, you know what? Let me well, how much are these owners worth? You know what I mean? Right. So you go through it, yeah, you got some that's way up there, you know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. you know, the cat who on the Paul Allen and all them who on the Seahawks, way up there. But shit, he right in the conversation with the motherfuckers who own the Raiders and the and the Broncos. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they like just one of them worth five hundred million. Like he better than them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like he not out of the ballpark as far as numbers. You know, so people like to look at oh he's a rapper. He you know what I mean? Right. But his numbers ain't off, and that's the that's their worth with the teams. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how much they worth were worth when they actually bought the team. Mm-hmm. You know, and before they had the team as an asset, so you know he in the conversation, man, and he should be if he if, if he feel like he could do it. You know, mm-hmm. like the cat that was on the news saying, you know, he looked like he just smoked a joint and drank a forty. It's like that shit sounded like some old racist ass shit, but then it turned out to be a, a brother. Black, man, look at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hate that him. was that was spewing that type of conversation. Like he should know better. You know what I'm saying, and and the fact you know I've I've said it on here before, like like Diddy's impact is way bigger than what people give him credit for, and even the Can't Stop Won't Stop documentary doesn't speak to the actual his actual residual impact. Like you know his music impact, you know what I'm saying. You know what he's done, you know what I'm saying, pushing the the Ciroc or whatever, or the Sean John, or just pushing the boundaries and culture of where mm-hmm. you think culture could go. Mm-hmm. And then he just take it to the next level, right? But in actual creating the environment for young black men to get jobs at a high level, he created that conversation. When he came in the game, that conversation started because people felt like they needed somebody in their company that spoke to the young black male at that time. So he opened the floodgates for a lot of cats. You know what I'm saying? To to come in the game and and actually get success he like one dude created a lot of opportunity absolutely you know what i mean and that's not talked about like you could see his number and how much he's worth you could see his house his cars his furs his his chicks but his impact don't don't get talked about a lot and that's some shit i would like to see Hmm. well we'll see good luck good luck hopefully hopefully uh he makes that breakthrough and takes it to the next level be another another feather in that man's cap, you know. But uh, where you gonna be at this week? I'm gonna be in the A. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna be in the A during the holidays. You know, so you'll see me out. I'm gonna be making some content and um, chilling, man. Just okay. kicking it out there, seeing what the A got to offer. All right. They say it's cracking. That's what's up. I'm about to be out here in in, uh, in the in the good New Yorks. Keeping it local for the holidays, but I'll be around. I'm doing some shows. I'll be at Stand Up New York a few times. Stand Up New York on the the Friday the twenty second. I'm doing a uh, what am I doing? I'm on. I'm at Saturday the twenty twenty third. I'm there. I'm doing a like a holiday story show at the Soho House on Thursday. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll be around. I'm bouncing around, but I feel like we gonna speak to these people on the other side of uh. 2018. Bird. I think this might be our 2017 end all. Okay. 
The finale? This is the finale for 2017, but we're going to be back at the top of 2018. We're going to take a little holiday break. We want y'all to enjoy yourselves this holiday. You know what I mean? Uh, what they call it? The hug, the hug fest. Yeah, we have a hug fest. Have a hug fest on us. Jump in the uh, comments. Let us know your favorite Christmas. Talk to about, you know, spend the holiday with us, man. Holler at us on next Wednesday and the Wednesday after. We might not have nothing for you, but we'll be back. And until then, tell, tell, a, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. We out. of it all is to be in the conversation conversation